Content warning. The following podcast may contain scenes or commentary involving violence, death, or jokes of a sexual nature. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show. Previously on the Amber Wars, the party was shocked by the sudden arrival of Althus, the good one. As he came in to help them bring down evil Othis, he fell. The bad one. And then they began to interrogate and plot and figure out what the heck was going on. And at the very end, he's like a cool cliffhanger. Good Othis went, where is Petros? Uh, so as that green smoke billows around the broken form of evil Othis, your Othis says to him, where is Petros? Despite its limited capacity for exuding a personality in this state, the form does seem to be pondering for a moment. Where is he? smoke sort of gives one last from the eyes and remains billowing around the form however the limited animation it offered is gone Othis just throws the body back down on the ground just into the ground son of a bitch I <clears throat> I run over and is he like kneeling on the ground? What is the situation? Yeah, he was like knelt down in front of the figure and like holding them up like behind the back mm -hmm. as they were speaking and then just like grabbed the collar and just poof, back down into the dust. Mm -hmm. uh, I kneel down and like put a hand very carefully on his shoulder. He doesn't seem to move as it makes contact. You can kind of feel him like shaking with a little mm -hmm. bit of rage, ragged breaths. Uh, okay, I lean forward and I'm like, he's alive, your son is alive. The crazy man with the birds showed me. Good. <laughs> God, I'm so curious as to what happened. I'm going to ask you about that later, but there's more important things. Yes. Yeah. Is it... They say you, Dega. Is it the demiplane or the, the 
ruins that we went to. If he's in Sayudega, the real Sayudega, it means Hugo has my son. We will get him. nods his head slowly. <sighs> okay. Yeah. What are we going to do with him? <laughs> I just look down at the at the dead Othus and look back at everybody else. Uh and I turn back to Othus and I'm like, do both options get the Phoenix back? Yes. Which one does it faster? If we defeat him here or if I am able to set him on the path it would happen relatively quickly uh, either way uh, I like glance back at everybody else for a second and I'm like here's the thing I don't know if we're gonna get a strong vote on which way to go right now is there a way you want to try this is a part of you it is however this creature has wronged many of numerous ways through their lives whether or not they remember that fact in my opinion does not matter were it up to me I would set him to walk the path but that does run the risk of him choosing the wrong one yet again what happens if he does? Then we'll see him again. And would he be back at his full strength sort of thing? Or like... He would be formidable. But if we fight him now, he would also be formidable. Well, sounds to me like there's not a, it's, why not? Why not give him the chance? If both, if both end in the same way where we have to fight him again. 
we could do the take the chance of the one where we don't have to fight him. He nods and stands up and he turns and looks at you, Fenric. Would you set him to walk the path of redemption, even though he does not deserve it? Is there... Is there truly anyone who doesn't deserve it? killed your family took you from your home and you may not remember this beat you daily manipulated you left you hanging on a thread with threats of death for most of your life would you set him on the path of redemption My instincts tell me no, but I think that means I need to say yes. He nods. Ira. don't mean to express what we both know, but would you set this man on the path to redemption, though he does not deserve it? As it does. Overhead, you just hear this very gentle. <laughs> His wings fly by. 
and a feather floats gently down, landing on his chest. shadow envelops his form. As it dissipates, several things remain. A pair of bracers, a complex-looking cube of some mechanical design, a mace and a hovering green flame Olympus reaches out to touch the flame which for a moment recoils and then slowly touches his fingertips running up his palm wrists until his entire arm is just enveloped in this green flame and he closes his fist closes his eyes and opens them and there's a flash of that bright green color deserve that. And there's only one road left to walk. And he sort of sighs heavily and as he does you notice that the large piece of this plane that you've been standing on which is hovering quite a ways above the surface of the planet begins to descend as well as the, as well as the other pieces around it Slowly, carefully, they begin to knit themselves together, placing themselves back in the crater below. And you all feel something that you haven't felt since you've been here. A breeze which begins to blow up clouds of that chalky white dust just kicking up dust devils everywhere and spiraling these tiny tornadoes as they make their way across the plain beneath the layers of this ash and dust you find more ruins revealed as well as many broken individuals 
armored war mage rogues all just obliterated. And a small seam of light begins to gently, slowly carve its way through those clouds overhead. And you land. You all feel a wet sensation around your ankles as a swath of bright green seawater washes across your feet. The water pulls away. Fields of green grass appear, long and slender blades of grass swaying in the wind. In the direction that the wind is coming, the sun begins to rise. And you all feel that plane around you breathe like stepping out on a cool summer morning and you realize that your forms are beginning to ascend over the ground and as this plane knits itself back together you see the ruins remaining overgrown with vines and moss you see what looks like the remainders of a city and an ocean and a mountain range. In the ocean you see a string of islands near the base of the mountain, foggy foothills. In the distance, a tall glittering steel city. You see a misty swamp with a tall black building protruding from it. Along the cliffs near the sea, a village. Beneath your feet, beneath the surface, you can hear caverns yawning open, becoming networks of tunnels beneath your feet. Far away, a large desert spans out of blood-red sand with iron fortresses dotting the space. A massive tower rests snugly in a large green valley. Its large windows open for the sun to shine in, piles of books everywhere. Across the space, another tower sits, rising out of a large lake. Half of this tower in obsidian stone, the other half pale white alabaster. Boats moored at its edge, bobbing in the water. Lastly, you see a large pine forest winding from the valley up to the foothills of the mountain, snow covering the branches of the trees. Above this forest, a mighty stone city sits, the fortress to end all fortresses. And you see an entire world, your worlds, Alive. And you have just a moment to take this in. As your eyes adjust, realizing what 
fills the space around you, you feel a sharp rise in temperature. And dry air fills your lungs, and you hear a loud as behind you a stone door has slammed shut. Twelve reliefs form a circle of twelve figures behind you. Cool sand beneath your feet as you are standing in the Temple of Saloon back in Kor. The gateway opened. What would you like to do? Uh, did we ever get like an item for Otha's? Um, the items that were left behind by his body, uh, those three were the remainders. Oh, that's okay. I see. Yeah, sorry. I'll assume you picked those up. Perfect. I was narrating. I you said puzzle box, and I definitely was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> "Grabby hands, <laughs> grabby Don't hands." If I do. Uh, so the door is behind us. I, <sighs> can I tell, is there any way to tell if any time has passed in, in Almorain? <laughs> Uh, make a perception check with disadvantage. What what season is it? <laughs> oh, this is the first episode of season seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Good one. That's a ten. Mm. That weather sure was weather. The 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 fraction of a second you saw it sure was weather out god. there. Well, I know things have happened because I scried them while we were gone. So I'm just going to assume the same <laughs> amount of time has passed. So, uh, how is everybody looking? Handsome as always. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even ask that out loud. I asked to the room at large. Oh. I think that was just Ryan anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I caught my reflection on something. <laughs> on on Fenric's armor. Yeah, I, I'm holding Fenric up like a like, like a, a hand, hand mirror. mirror. I'm squeezing his legs together, and I'm just looking at myself. <laughs> Normal interaction happens all the time. Oh, Fenric, Fenric on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? I also want to make sure that whichever item was Augie's item, it went Fenric. After a brief inspection, you gather that the bracers were probably Augie's. Okay. Uh, I guess I grabbed all of the items. I was right there. Shoved them into my bag. Uh, I take the bracers out and <laughs> gesture for Desmond to lower Fenric. Oh, there you go. 
And I hold out the bracers. Uh, the bracers are lowered, and the bracers seem to be sort of a molded metal uh, in the shape of like that, you know, like the Roman handshake or like the Shakespeare handshake, where it's like the two for it's the forearm grasp. Uh, each bracer is like two arms grasping. Uh, are they quite large? Uh, they look like they would be for probably someone of a general human uh, size, but knowing what you know about magic items, they always fit to their bearer. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. You should have these. Um, thanks. Are these... Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, the cube itself, Kismet, is this. It is the king shit of puzzle boxes. It's yeah, got it's buttons. definitely going to. It's going to Quincy. I've already <laughs> mentally labeled it in it's my brain. Got buttons. It's got lights. It's got dials. It's got some kind of scanner for a thumbprint. It's got everything. I poke like two buttons and then I'm like, meh, throw it into my bag. <laughs> uh, the mace has a fairly simple uh, grip to it. Uh, Stay dark uh, wood. Uh, the head of it, however, seems to be a almost white silver depiction of the moon with these uh, runes uh, inscribed wherever there is a large uh, crater on the moon depicted. <laughs> Did you ever just get hit by the moon? Moon Mace. Moon Mace. Uh, I turn to Othis. Hmm. Why wasn't he using this? Whatever. He grabs it and the head of the mace begins to glow immediately and these like moon fire spikes just emanate from it and he's like, ooh. Oh. Okay. All right. Sick. Sick. Neat. Oh. He clips it onto his belt next to the scimitar. I want to look at Trevor and see if anything is different yet about Trevor. <laughs> see Trevor, like, chewing on something in the corner, like, pulling on something that's buried in sand. God, he's so cute. Uh, you say that on your breath and he like <laughs> breaks free whatever it is and you realize it is a skeletal arm and he looks up <gasps> good boy that's that's how we know he's yours <laughs> <laughs> y'all both got the aesthetic mm -hmm. <laughs> um okay I turn back to Othis and I'm like saloon's in the sword 
Yep. Does she know where her body is? <clears throat> um, hold on. <laughs> Place his hand on the hilt, close his eyes. Uh, yes, he just says, within the temple. I turn back to everyone and I'm like, who's ready for a temple adventure and or do we need to take a rest first? Maybe just like a nap? I personally would love a nap. I would love the long sleep. <laughs> I, I suppose we don't know if we're pressed for time or not. Uh, I can scry something if you want to specifically see something. I give Iris, like, a big, like, loaded look. <laughs> I don't meet that look. Point. The longer you don't meet my look, the more exaggerated it gets. <laughs> I suppose we can rest if that's what you all really want. You didn't answer my question. Wasn't a question, goddammit. Did you ask me? No! I didn't! I realized yeah, I it. So. There you go. I know that uh, um, weakness is my weakness. <laughs> but I could probably also use a long rest if that's one of the options. Yeah, I'm pretty much magicked out. Um, I kind of gave it all to Othis, and well, I got nothing left. Alright. Uh, hey, Kis hey, Kismet? Yeah? Uh, just over here real quick. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, do you think, were you gonna try to scry for, like, Petropolitan? <gasps> See if you wanna do that? I don't know if he's, like, protected. I could try. I don't know him. I, I didn't want to say it, like, in front of Othis, but you could probably... At work, I don't work with him. Maybe Ira. That might be a bad, a bad suggestion. Probably, but the, the Othis, hey, well, that's fine. Othis it was a joke. It's a joke. It. Wait, Henrik, do you want me to describe your parents? Um, if uh, if you have the time, sure. I mean, if we're gonna sit here and take a long rest, I'll have lots of time. Then yes, can do. All right, who's in for long rest? I. Me? Me! I said me with my mic off. <laughs> I wouldn't argue. Uh, I turned to Othis and I'm like, can we ask Saloon if it's cool if we take a rest? <laughs> uh, sure. Hold on. <laughs> uh, she urges haste but if we absolutely need it. Right, hold on. Um, can you can you ask her like how dangerous this temple is and maybe you know, like she could just divine magic us some uh, some long rest capabilities. Um, and or like, if it's not a very dangerous temple, we can get through to fix her and then rest. Yeah, that works, too. Uh, okay. Uh, 
she says the path is not long and the denizens of this cave have been dead for a while. Okay. Sounds like Saloon kind of wants to get back to her body, so I'm cool to do that and then take a rest. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. Perfect. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna die or anything. I'm just like... I guess super cash. If you all need more healing, I can give you more healing. Oh. So I might take a little bit of that. I also, too, would would not turn Um, it down. (laughs) I also finished my aura at the very beginning of this. Um, So I healed myself, and then seven to Kismet and five to Desmond. Nice. Over a hundred. Nice. uh, That's more than me. Give me that back. More than my max. That's more than my max. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, give me. We can take ten minutes. Uh, just like stretch your feet, stretch after the fight. Uh, give me ten minutes, and I can uh, heal you all. God, I wish that someone here had catnap. Is catnap the name of a of a spell? It is. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about catnip. That's Roland. <laughs> What? I mean, Roland. Roll, Roland's the one carrying. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, <laughs> Roland, are you carrying catnip or drugs? Kind of. Roland kind of like pats his pockets. He's like, not that I'm aware of. Are you selling? Are you selling drugs to children? No, I only did that the one time. Okay. Uh, what we know of. I mean, Roland's also a child. A child of God. Yeah, yes, yeah. Roland, are you selling drugs to yourself? That's just redundant. Yeah, you just like had to switch hands. <laughs> you toss him up in the air, it's juggling. Surprise! <laughs> the best part about that is you keep the money and the drugs. <laughs> Roland, can you get high on catnip? Roland, do you get high I on your own supply? No. Is that a drow thing? Catnip? I'm gonna <laughs> sit over here. Oh my god, I literally just picture like Desmond Fenric and Oh God, Kismet! Just like sitting over, like in a circle around him, like uh huh, throwing questions at him. Mm-hmm. You guys harangue Roland for like ten minutes, and after yep. that, uh, you all you all heal for twenty nine points. Whoa! I met my max. points, dang. Twenty nine points. Upcast a prayer of healing, y'all. I am not anywhere near my max, but I also have a high max, so it's okay. This will get me by. I'm good. Someone just say the number one more time. 29. The cool number, minus 40. That's not even close to 420, and you know it. (laughs) Oh, he said 429 hit points, so it's actually minus (laughs) 8. 
Nine. My goodness. as that healing energy washes out and uh, you all feel a little bit better, maybe even encouraged to continue forward, can I get a marching order? And amen. Uh, I'm going to gesture for Othis to go first as he has the magic sword that tells us where to go and I will walk behind him. Um, if people want to, I can cover the rear. Um, you know, if someone's sneaking up behind us, they might only see me. I want to walk next to Fenric. Definitely wide enough, the cavern is, so you can do that. How tall is it? Can I sit on, um, Terry? Oh, absolutely, yeah, the... I haven't described the cavern to you guys, have I? Let me do that real quick. You know, like a competent DM. Give us that that good, good word picture, John. The interior of this cave is a glittering glass with strange protrusions of stone providing natural caverns and pathways within. The floor beneath your feet, heavily covered with sand initially, but as you look ahead you see it sort of change into a smooth sand stone. Large glittering blue crystalline growths protrude from the ceiling. Silvery blue in color, sparkling, even if you stand still. And can I get a perception check now that you guys are like turned and sort of looking started looking into the cave. 16? Ah, nope. Oh, seven. Also 16. Uh, I rolled a one, so that's going to be a 21. What kind of roll is it, John? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Uh, perception. Okay, perception. I have not rolled very much this game. 15. Roland, you're the only one that notices this, and you're not sure if it's actually there or not. But as you guys kind of like start to assemble yourselves to move forward up ahead in one of the walls, you swear. Just for a second that you see a figure within the glass. A short, long, pointy-eared figure. With heavy armor on, goblinoid actually, and two large candles rising up from its pauldrons. So just like, I, I see this and corner of my eye catch that and then when I look it's not there or something? Or You, you like look up and like just the reflection of this cave around itself forms this shape and it looks like it's inside this glass wall it, like it doesn't look like it's out among like the actual pathway it looks like it's like deep within like those crystal etched like led statues you can get but it just disappears as soon as you like meet its eyes interesting 
and Ira, where are you guys going to be standing? I would guess towards the back for Ira. By Desmond, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense, right? Is this the uh, marching order on roll 20 here? Or are we just kind of all... Oh, uh, no, that was me clustering to copy and paste to another map, should we need it. Great. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll bring up the rear. All right. Oh, no, we should have a perceptive person up front, too, so I'll, I'll go, like, um, oh, who was, who was up for, I assume Fenric took the lead? Or no, it was Othis and then... Othis and then Kismet. Yeah, then that's right behind, though. Othis is okay at perception. All right. Um, yeah, I'll I'll go like um, take third, I suppose. All right. Also, I imagine Trevor just has kept the hand, the skeletal arm. Oh, yeah, dragging it along like a proud boy. Well, uh, bad phrasing. Like a proud puppy with a stick. Good. Much better. It's that TikTok of the dog with the stick. Literally what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> stick, 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 stick. Uh, I'm going to, as we start walking, I'm going to uh, set up a psychic link with everybody. Um, this course is a little bit different than it used to be. Essentially, it's I, I act as like a mediator. I can communicate with everyone and they can communicate with me, but they can't communicate with each other. So but Roland makes the group chat, but exactly. he's he's the proxy. <laughs> yep. Um, I rolled a six, which um I'm gonna set up with everyone, but uh, Oathas. That's fine. He'll set up one with Terry. Oh. They'll have their own adventures. Hey, there's only seven of us total, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because I don't count. So actually, I'll just set it up with everyone. Perfect. Hey, new group, group chat. Forgot to add Othis. <laughs> uh, you guys get it. My stuff. username is, my username is like Blood Bros 666. God. <laughs> uh, you guys get like... a few steps as Roland establishes that link as well. And uh, Othis turns around and is like, all right. Can all of you see in the dark? Yes. No. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Um, well... Wait, yep, I can. I'm looking around. I can totally see now. Well, just in case, uh, here. And he snaps his fingers and, like, a small candle flame just sort of lights up and those of you who have no dark vision now have dark vision and all of you have no limit to your dark vision 
I can see in shades of gray, apparently. <laughs> Alright, and you begin to make your way inward. This does extend that vision through the glass quite a bit, actually, and you do see that this cavern extends through the glass itself upward into very, very large formations overhead. You can almost, in some ways it's like being underwater in that you can see like the light reflecting down through the glass and almost dancing very slowly overhead. And you continue forward. Uh, the pathway maintains this one large walkway for quite a distance, uh, talking for five minutes or so and you come to uh, what looks like a Y intersection uh, to the left it looks like the large main pathway continues to the right there appears to be actually a set of can not a set of they there is candlelight coming from the room to the right side like normal ass mundane candlelight <laughs> Is anyone supposed to be in this temple? No, I don't think I, so. I thought I saw uh, Archie for a second from the, through the through the glass, but not sure. God, it's been so long since we've seen him. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time we saw him? I don't remember. <laughs> so long ago. Ah, got it. I was just so confused for a little bit there. I'll have you know. God! I'm, I'm still very confused. <laughs> we, like, saw him in the, we saw him in the Feywilds! I was like, what's this obvious joke that I'm... Oh. <laughs> the one that doesn't affect <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? We just... Oh. <laughs> I mean, if Archie's here, we should say hi to him, right? But also, we need to get to Saloon's body. Oh, left or right? Well, let's split up, gang. What? Good idea. Me and Scoob will go look in the kitchen. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Terry stays with me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've heard that splitting up's a bad idea. Especially with us all tired right now. Roland, why don't you just go uh, real quickly down that one way, see if there's anything uh, uh, down there, and then uh, report back to us. Yeah, you can do it with the group chat. Yeah, group chat us. <laughs> I could do that. Um... for a thing again. Yeah. Roland just talking to himself. Hold on. It's been a while since I've been in a dungeon. 
Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll be back in a bit. I turn invisible and I will start going. Roland disappears from sight and walks up ahead. Uh, you make your way over to the right where that candlelight is kind of flickering. Uh, everyone seeing a shadow stretching out on the ground going, eh. <laughs> Um, but you make your way inward, and, uh, <laughs> you, uh, go ahead and make a stealth check for me, uh, and then a perception check. Uh, stealth is gonna be 30. Failure. Okay. <laughs> You're, hey, welcome to the next campaign, Sam. You find yourself in a tavern. <laughs> about this again <laughs> he stealths so hard he blinks out of this plane <laughs> just bloop. you're gonna start at level whatever you are one's gonna be level one but you're still rolling so you know you take the good you take the bad <laughs> the interesting thing about uh about like the the flavor text for this ability is it's not like it's not like casting invisibility it's like a psychic static so like you people just don't perceive that i'm there <laughs> i picture like so like there's a shadow of a drow Ooh, that's good i like this that is like i'm not big into playing psionics but i do love the flavor oh yeah um Due to reliable talent, that's going to be a 21. <laughs> All right. Oh, God, rogues. Um, you, uh... <laughs> yeah, man. You, Screw uh, your DCs. Yeah, I know, right? I just, I won't bother anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to offend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, uh, you walk around the corner and you see a very large, uh, glass blown array of uh, like almost organic rows of candles filling this space each one of them lit in various stages of being uh, melted down surrounding a large mounted skull This skull is serpentine in appearance, um, but has a mouth that is filled with long, pointed teeth. However, you notice that there is a number of teeth missing. Go and make a nature check. Oh, yes, a uh, skill that I am known to be very good at. 21? Uh, nine. I am not proficient. <laughs> uh, okay. It is a large, like I said, serpentine-type creature. Uh, it looks like in life it was quite a dangerous individual. Uh, with your perception check, you do see that a few of the teeth towards the front and center do have runes carved into them. I, uh, check out those runes? Sure. Go ahead and make an arcana check. Uh, 
21. Uh, the runes themselves are each what seem to be different uh, invocation uh, denotations. Which now, looking at them, something clicks in your brain. Because you carried a tooth like this for a long time. Can I look around the the uh, the room a bit more, see if there's anything else, anything that might be of worry? Sure. Go ahead, make an investigation check. Say thirty-one. You begin to like look around the actual candles themselves, and. You turn around at one point to check back near the door, and you see that there is not one goblinoid figure in the glass, but three, five, six, standing, watching, curiously. One of them towards the back seems to have their teeth gritted in an angry expression, the one in the front just patiently observing. in they seem to actually are they like actually goblins or do they seem to be like um in like all part of the artistry uh they are actual physical like gotcha. these pale outlines of goblinoid figures that seem to be almost be like etched within the glass all of them wearing oh. that armor and all of them bearing a candle of some sort uh, on one, two, one or two pauldrons, or on helmets. Uh, one of them even carries a blade, where two candles are, like, pointing upward on the cross guard of the sword. Hey. Like they're stuck in the glass. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool. Um, but this room otherwise seems to be pretty, uh, pretty safe. For the most part, yeah. So the only other thing you notice in the room is just a continuation of those burning candles. Okay. Are there any other doors in here? Nope. All right. Um, I will. I think I can just. Yeah, I'll I'll message everyone and just uh. Well, you're clear to come in. There's uh, nothing to be worried about in here. But is it worth going? Like, should we just keep going? There's a pretty neat uh, creature in here. I don't know what it is, but it's got some of those. Is it alive? It be, uh, it's it seems to be very dead. Uh, might be a a hydra. It seems to have um, <clears throat> its teeth seem similar to those those hydra uh, tooth weapons we used to carry. Roland, who are you talking to? I can only hear you. <laughs> Just come into the room, please. Fine. How, how do I hang this thing up? Are, are you still there? 
Desmond yelling mentally. <laughs> uh, you yes, all, I'm still here, Desmond. As they uh, make their way around the corner, the goblins quickly dissipate deep into the glass. Uh, but you all see what Roland uh, discovered, this large hydra head. I want to walk up and inspect the teeth. Go ahead and make an investigation test. You know, Roland, uh, this is probably the most intimate thing you've ever done. You're connected to all of us on a whole other level. This is great progress for you, I think, emotionally as a person. Esmond, you don't have to make it weird. <laughs> Fifteen. I don't know what he said, but I I agree. Uh, with a 15, uh, you are able to note that there's some kind of mechanism as well uh, along this jawline that is holding these blades in place. Uh, but they all bear uh, remaining ruins uh, of the evocation magic that they bear. Can I tell what, what teeth are left and what they do? Uh, yep, there is... Ice, fire, acid, poison, and those are the four ones with the actual uh, hilts. I point at it and I turn back to Roland and I'm like, is it trapped? I check it for traps. <laughs> All right. investigation, right? Mm-hmm. So long. 31. Uh, this thing is trapped in a major way and is locked in a major way. <laughs> so, I point. Is it trapped? Yes. You, How? Uh, you know very... Looking in through one of the, like, missing teeth, Roland, you know that there's, like, a mechanism of some kind that should you attempt to remove one of the teeth uh, without the other teeth being in place, uh, that something would go off. Uh, can I ping uh, Detect Magic? Certainly. Just, like, see if there's any sort of magical... Um means to this trap that I might be able to um, spell. Um, well, the skull of the Hydra itself begins to glow uh, when you ping detect magic as well as the uh, four handles of the uh, Hydra Tooth blades. The magic uh, coming forth from the blades is evocation and the conjuration required to solidify the weapons into actual blades. The skull seems to be a a mixture of graviturgy and evocation. Well, um, there seems to be a, a mechanism connected to some sort of and I just kind of ramble that off and, uh, 
Does there seem to be anything that I could, like, uh, disable or perhaps using Dispel Magic um, to... to um, Are there keyholes? Magical effect? Does it need keys? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Does it need hoofs? If oh, I put a hoof up in there, what happened? Those, those we got hoofs. Those are exactly hoof-shaped, you notice. Terry was the key to the puzzle all along. Um, go ahead and make another uh, investigation check for me, Roland. Gladly. Uh, reliable talent, so 24. Uh, this thing is very, very old uh, and does not seem to boast the fail-safes that more modern practitioners use. So right. you get the idea that uh, you could certainly attempt to get these free, but not without setting this thing off. Is this just you punishing us for getting for like losing or getting rid of the other uh, Hydra Tooth weapons earlier? I just put out some plot points, and it the mm -hmm. choices that you guys make have consequences in real time mm -hmm. and maybe yeah, no, that's fair just maybe you were going to have an elemental hydra skull follow you around and aid you in battle but now you don't mm. okay it's just how the game is played <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I completely get it I, i'm guessing that's uh, not what it would have done though so probably something lame <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like pointing still at the skull and I'm like, so we can't touch it. You could touch it. Well, I mean, we if could. If you tried just to remove one it. of the teeth, then it would go off. So Roland, why did we come in here? I thought it was neat. I don't, I don't know. It seemed important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool little side trip. Again, I'll I'll keep looking ahead. We'll all <laughs> keep just, looking ahead. We'll all just keep. We'll go back and walk together. I point at the fire tooth and I'm like, "You showed me this thing that exists, and now I can't have it, even though it exists." Roland, we can. If you really want it, we can try to I don't take it, but die. I'm just saying bad I things might I don't want to die. Happen. We have to fucking save the world. This seems <laughs> like a really productive use of our time. So I know. We, we, for, we decided not to have a rest so that we could move forward. Yeah, and, and then Roland made us all came <laughs> Roland made us all came look at this fucking skull in a room full of glass mirrors. Roland yes. made us came look and at the all thing the is, <laughs> The thing is, a rest would be really nice. I leave the room. <laughs> I walk out. I'm going to see that shadow just vanish. Dissecting that Roland came. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Iron, not everybody is an eloquence bard. I said, I made no comment. I was simply. You made a big comment! I was simply about the eloquence. I'm, I'm talking about the time management. I think that's the real concern here. Okay, let's go back. 
to finding the body. I think Ira's right. And he nods. About what? Just keeps walking. <laughs> I look really uncomfortable. I double take wait, so wait. hard. Wait. Does Saloon need to, like. Can we wait Saloon's... and walk? Can we wait and walk? Yes. Does Saloon need <laughs> Saloon's specific body, or can this god take anybody? Well, she took Otis's brain for a while while he was still there, and he was miserable. I'm just saying, does Saloon want to be a Hydra? Oh, good Want to be a Hydra. Bone Drake with Bone Hydra, let's go. Is it just the skull of the Hydra, though? It is. That's even better. Okay, well, my idea is bad. Don't listen to me. But I it was a love thought. I love your idea, Rosie. Please keep it on the table. Do you want right, to take well, part of this dead body? If I see a more whole body, I will suggest it. <laughs> All right. You guys continue on through the caverns. Uh, rolling every oh, so often, you catch a glimpse of one of those little goblin guys watching. Uh, the group as they uh, sort of just flicker in and out of your uh, sight where you are. And eventually you all uh, come to what looks to be a large dining hall of some kind uh, with those crystals bursting up every which way, seeing many of the goblinoid bodies uh, sort of impaled up against the wall on these spikes. And I look at Rosie and point at the bodies! Now, there's some bodies. <laughs> um, Fenric, make a... Make an intelligence check for me. Oh, my favorite. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Ooh, nine. That's nine. a good one. You don't know why, but these crystals seem familiar. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, as you kind of continue on through that dining area where there seems to be much carnage that uh, took place, you make your way into what looks to be almost like a like a chapel of some kind. Uh, you see long, curved pews arcing uh, with a small gap in the center. Uh, for people to walk through in these semicircles surrounding a large altar in the center. Um, upon which there are two large stone sarcophagi. Do the um, crystals continue through here? They do. I want to check one out closer. Sure. Uh, you can kind of pull Terry over real quick when you guys are walking through. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Three. <laughs> it's glittery and pretty. Fucking hell. <laughs> Heart of the guards. Um, but uh, you kind of pull over and then look up and you all see uh, this altar raised. 
with two large sarcophagi on it. One of them open, empty, sort of inclined at a 45 degree angle, uh, much like its mate upon the altar, which is closed and sealed. And standing in front of it, hands outstretched as though to protect itself is a skeletal figure wearing heavy metallic armor with the inscriptions and uh, denotations of a very old set of uh, armor from Dinar. And around this figure's neck is an amulet. Thank you.